Hey, and welcome back to another Practicing Alchemy podcast. It's your host, Allie, and thanks for being patient. Um, I know I've been sort of MIA at this podcast for a little bit. Sometimes I get this feeling in my head like I have nothing important to say, so then I just don't say anything, sort of like my poetry or creating other stuff. If I don't feel motivated or moved to do so, I don't. Um, I try not to force it. But after a couple weeks of reflection, I have something that I want to talk about today, and that is imposter syndrome. So maybe some of you guys haven't heard of it. Uh, if you have heard of it, you probably have it, <laughs> because um, I feel like that's the only way that you would ever look it up, I guess. So imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which a person, individual, doubts their skills or talents or accomplishments and has this sort of constant internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud, despite there being plenty of external evidence of their competence or, you know, ability to do everything. People who experience this phenomenon, this imposter syndrome, have to fight this feeling that they are frauds all the time and that they don't deserve things that they've achieved. If this is you, feels, I'm here with you. Um, If this is not you, then this will be an interesting podcast for you to listen to and, and hear that there are people who really have this, I being one of them. So the reason I wanted to talk about this today is that I really want to use this podcast as a platform for me to share things that I deal with um, on a regular basis or things that I have encountered, funny stories, whatever. But the main point being the centering around human connection, that when we share our stories and things that we've been through, the things that we hold inside we might find other people that feel the same way or have gone through a similar thing. And in that sharing between the two of us, we are able to create this bond and feel less alone and know that it's not just us. I follow this girl on Instagram who creates stories and they're always really funny, like they make you laugh, but it shows this side of her that she deals with all the time and that is her brain and these intrusive thoughts, you know? She'll be standing next to the window, just enjoying her time. And then her brain peeps in and is like, throw your phone out the window. And she's like, no, why would I do that? And her brain's like, you know, you want to do it. So she creates these pretty frequently, just all these intrusive thoughts she has in her brain, just sort of playing the devil, you know, the angel on one shoulder, the devil on the other. Well, her brain is the devil. And it's funny because I've had these thoughts before too, um, plenty of times, but I didn't know that other people had them as severely as I did. You know, like I have this incredible fear that when I hold a baby, I'm going to drop it. Like, and not that like I'm not capable. Obviously, I'm very capable of holding a baby. But my fear is that my brain is going to tell me to drop it. And for that split second, I'm I'm worried that my brain would take over in of my body and I would listen to it. And that's a huge fear I have. It's also why I think I'm afraid of heights because I'm not afraid actually being that high up. I'm afraid my brain is going to take over and say, jump off this or throw your phone off this or step off this ledge. You know, I'm afraid of my own brain sometimes. And it was so validating 
to have her post these stories about it and be like, oh my gosh, I feel the same way. And then all of these other Instagram users would comment on her video and say, you know, me too, I always have these feelings or this is so funny, I thought I was the only one. And there's this huge, massive community of people who have this feeling but haven't found anyone else around them in their inner circle who has this feeling so they felt alone and turns out they're not at all. I mean, when you think about it, there are around 7 billion people just on earth. Yes, just on earth. I'm sure there's probably more other places, but we're not talking about that right now. (laughs) Just on earth, 7 billion people. And to think that you are worried that you have these insane thoughts or insane things about you and that no one else has those it's wild to think that we, we let our brains tell us that, that we are so alone when we're truly not at all. Got off track a little bit there. Sorry about that. As I was saying, the reason I wanted to talk about this imposter syndrome is because I've been facing it a lot, especially lately. Um, it's something that comes up a lot in my life, but every time I meet a new person or I go to a new event or I'm outside of my normal, comfortable lifestyle, I feel this imposter syndrome creeping in and some days it's more than others, but it's always there nagging at me. And one of the biggest places that I'm feeling this is at work, which is so silly because my boss is incredible. My manager is incredible. My employees are incredible. I honestly love going to work. (laughs) Like everyone is so fun and nice and helpful. Like I'm never given a hard time and I'm good at my job. You guys should record that because I will never say that again, probably, in my entire life. Stacey, if you're listening, you can record this little audio clip and play it back to me on the days that my imposter syndrome is bad. (laughs) But I am. I'm good at my job. I write the blog for them. I do really good work on the blog, a lot of research. I spend time on it. Um, I've also taken on customer service. So I have to deal with all of the customers' issues with their orders or questions they have. I do all of that. And now I've taken on an even bigger role sort of on this communication side where I'm doing the emails and the uh, social media captions and stuff. So I've been given a handful of responsibility and every time I'm given something new instantly in my brain, I'm like, you don't deserve this. You're not good enough for this. You're going to fail. And part of that is self-doubt and part of that is me dealing with this imposter syndrome that even though I've proven time and time again I can do this, those thoughts still creep in that I don't deserve it though, that my skills and accomplishments don't amount to anything and that I am a fraud and that I'm somehow faking my way through this job, these people thinking that I'm doing a good job when really none of it's real. It's all a facade. And that's heavy. That's a really heavy thing to have to bear. So if you even have an inkling of this, like I know exactly what you're going through. Um, And it's tricky, it really is. But that's when I found that surrounding myself with people who I love and trust helps me a lot because they help build me up in those moments when I don't feel like I'm deserving of the things that I have. So that's sort of like the actual work side of it, like doing the work. But I also have this imposter syndrome when it comes to the people I work with. Like I said, they are amazing. Truly, it's probably one of the best jobs I've ever had. Um, it, it just, it's fun. 
like I said, I love all the people that work there and we just all have a mutual respect and understanding of each other and the work that we do. Um, except I don't feel that I deserve that respect. (laughs) I don't know why my brain does this to me, but every time I go into work, I've been working there since last June. So what, eight months, seven, eight months I've been working there. And I've probably gone into the office 20 or 30 times. And every time before I go in, I get stressed out. I'm like, oh my gosh, to go in and see people today like hopefully they think I'm funny hopefully like I don't say anything stupid today every single time and I'm still convinced that the people at work don't like me which makes absolutely no sense based on all of the data that I have regarding it (laughs) like I started off just doing the blog and then they asked me to take on more roles and more roles and more responsibilities which is sort of proof just logical proof that they like me enough to keep me on and like what I'm doing, but still, I'm scared they don't like me. What if they don't like me? I know that they like me, and yet, do they? This is my constant struggle. And and Stacy, my partner, thinks it's absolutely ridiculous. She's constantly uplifting me, like, you're so funny, you're so cool, you're so this, and I'm like, but am I? And God bless her soul, because I know it's so annoying to have to do that all the time, but... It's been funny because the past couple weeks, uh, a few of my coworkers have mentioned that it's nice to have me in the office and I should come in more and they love working with me. And every time one of them says something, I call Stacy right away and I'm like, oh my gosh, so-and-so just said this. And she's like, yeah, duh, because you are fun and people do like you and you are wicked cool. And I'm like, yeah, but they said it. So now I feel better. <laughs> it's like, I need... I need these words of affirmation that I am funny, I am cool, I am whatever. And you can't always get that. And it's not always easy to ask someone for that, especially people who you aren't close to. Like, I'm not just going to go into work and be like, hey, do you guys like me? Because if you do, I need you to tell me a lot more often. <laughs> like, that, that is so strange. So even after... I know that they feel this way. I still have to constantly remind myself and have others remind me that I am worthy of their validation and their friendship. (laughs) So having imposter syndrome manifests some other thoughts in my brain in my daily life that I have to deal with as well, which are tied to my insecurities. Uh, If you listen to the podcast with Keneal and I, you know that I have immense insecurities about my worth and what I'm doing with myself and if it's enough. So it all just sort of ties together. It's all sort of on the same, if it was a tree, it'd be like on the same branch, you know? But with this imposter syndrome, sometimes you're feeling that I'm a fraud and all these, all these nasty thoughts. I agree they're nasty. Up pops the idea that I don't know who I am. And that sounds like a huge existential crisis that I obviously cannot figure out in this podcast. And I'm not trying to put on you guys either. But it's more of like, I don't know if the things I do are actually me. Am I just doing them because I know I should be? Like, am I just a nice person because I know it's better to be nice? You know, do I like to read books because my mom always liked to read books and now I do? I just... I get in these ways where I'm, I wonder if I am the way I am because other people told me I was that way. You know, I was always told I was athletic, so 
I am. I play soccer. I always was always told I was a good listener. So like, am I a good listener simply because people have told me that? So now I feel like I have to live up to it. Starting this brand, starting my blog, I started my blog to get my feelings out. And then people told me that I was great and my writing was unique and so special. So then I leaned into that. And sometimes I wonder, do I only write because people have told me I'm good at it? Is that even me? Am I a writer? Like, I don't know. So spiraling right now in this podcast, spiraling madly. But that's something that I've had to deal with too, trying to figure out who I am. And it makes me wonder, and this is a thought for you guys too, like, who are you? Are you just a product of your accomplishments? Are you, you know, when you're saying like, who am I? Do you base that on what you've done? your actions, your words, like how do you determine who you are? You know, when you're a kid or like, oh gosh, like writing a dating profile or something, you have to describe yourself. What do you put there? And why are you putting that? Maybe it's easier for some people and they're like, yeah, duh. You know, I put hiker, adventurer, spontaneous because that's who I am. I love doing that. And yeah, I love doing that too. But would I describe myself as that? I don't know. I could be a fraud if I did. Uh, my brother and I had a conversation about this one time. It was actually some somebody off Instagram, like, oh, it was like a sugar daddy scam. And I, and I posted it to my story and was like, so should I do this or not? And he messaged me back and was like, you know, it's a scam. I'm like, ugh, why can't people be genuine these days? Like joking around. And then he messaged me back and said, most people will never have the honor or the courage to ever be truly themselves. And I was like, oh shit, like that was so deep. I was just making a joke. But then I I saved that photo. This was from like six months ago. I screenshotted that response because it just made me think so much. Like it it is so courageous and so brave to truly be yourself. Even if you don't know who that is. Like you trying things, meeting other people, saying things, doing things, that's how you discover who you are. I think. And it's not discovering like who you want to be. It's discovering who you are. Like we are already beautiful, magical selves, but we lose that in society and we lose that from the conditioning of others. And it's when we step out of that and search and look and connect with others that we start to find things that fulfill us. And that's how we know who we really are inside. And then it's just about leaning into those things, discovering them more. This whole brand that I've created is about that, is about connecting with other people and discovering things. Have you ever noticed that around certain people you act differently or in different relationships and past relationships you act different than you do now? I 100% feel this way. And I feel like the friends that I'm closest to now and the ones that I continue to catch up with and talk to and make time to see, those are the ones who I feel see me for who I truly am. And when I look at them, I resonate with so much of who they are, their value, what they do, how they treat people. And that's how I know what kind of person I am, who I am. You know, when I look at my best friend, Keneal, she's just such a great listener. She's so empathetic. She's an incredible leader, but she does it quietly. Like she leads by example in like kind words. And I know from her that that's how I am too. 
like we're both so similar. Like she is a reflection of who I am. And with Stacy, I found that she's very adventurous and spontaneous and very laid back. And although I'm not always those things, I know I have some of those things inside me. But meeting her and connecting with her has allowed me to see this other side, explore new things, and realize who I am and who I'm not and who I want to move more towards. You know, I was in a relationship before where I was very subdued, didn't have a lot of a voice, and settled for someone. You know, I wasn't the son in their day. And it was fine until I met Stacy and realized that I didn't want that. That's not how I wanted to be. And so when you go out and explore these other avenues and connect with other people and try these new things like traveling and a new job or a new creative aspect of your life, you discover what you really love, like what lights that fire deep inside of you. And that helps push you to who you are, who you really are deep down. I saw this thing on um, probably Instagram again. I spent a lot of time on social media, but it's another great tool for connecting with other people. And that's where I find a lot of validation, actually. Those people who are very unique and authentic on the internet are the ones who are really sparking change. But anyway, I saw this thing that was talking about your thoughts, you know, like some people feel like they're very judgy with others and they don't want to be that way. And the reason they feel this is because when they first see someone, um, they have an immediate first thought, you know, someone cut you off, you're like, oh, what an idiot, you know, and then you check yourself and your second thought is like, okay, no, they're not an idiot. Like maybe they had somewhere to go. It's okay. Like I'm safe. It's fine. And they commented on this, like, I'm worried that I am my first thought. And the person said, you know, my mom always taught me that the first thought is like what society has taught you to believe. And the second thought is who you truly are. So when you have moments like that, you know, and your first thought is to judge, but immediately it's followed up by a second thought that's like, no, wait, that's not, that's not the truth. That's, this is what I believe instead. That's who you really are. And It feels frustrating that we sort of have to choose that, but we've been so conditioned by society and by the world we live in now to have these first thoughts, but it's the second thoughts that are really you because those are the ones you're pushing for. Those are the ones that your, your heart is calling out to you like, no, this is the right way. I think these, these second thoughts that we have are who our heart and soul is telling us that we are, who we want to continue being. And I truly feel that these big thoughts that your brain has um, come from a deeper place, like the universe telling you who you really are. Like, don't forget this. Like, this is who you really are. And when you are thinking about these deep thoughts, like, oh, who am I? Like, what am I supposed to be? Those thoughts you have are the ones you're supposed to follow. Even if you don't feel like you are the person that you want to be, you can always rediscover that. That's the magic of having this beautiful life in front of us and having these amazing human connections is being able to discover who you want to be. If you meet someone who's just so genuine and outgoing, you can say, you know what? That's who I am. I want to be that too. And you can create that. And that is the beauty of it, you know, that we are ever changing, ever evolving, and we're never stuck in one place. I know that I have this imposter syndrome and I know I know these truths about myself that I love being alone, I love my alone time, that I like to go to sleep really early, that I'm athletic but also I hate doing 
really extra long workouts or like a 60 mile hike is not me. Like I know my interests, my my likes and dislikes. I know the kind of people I want to be around. If I had to create a dating profile, I would know what to put there, but I can always go and change that dating profile. It doesn't have to stay the same. That's magic of the internet. And that's also the magic of you, humans. We are this ever-changing, ever-flowing energy that does not have to stay the same. And you don't have to apologize for it. You should unapologetically be changing and moving and always deciding who you want to be. Even if that changes on the daily, so what? I wake up and have days where I don't feel like being outgoing and loving and caring. I feel like being a brat. And I try not to be bad on those days, but I also give myself the leeway, the time and space to take a little longer and I have to create more patience during those days, but that's okay too. Basically, my summary of this podcast is that imposter syndrome is very real. And if you have it, don't feel like you're alone because you're not. There are so many other people out there that also have it. And it's worth you trying to connect with them, finding other people in this community that also have this. And speaking about it, it's so important for us to be brave and speak about the things that we are dealing with. Sharing these things that are deep inside you allow you to connect with other people that you may not have been able to connect with before. They will allow you to create a community and find an empathetic validation from others and they will allow you to discover who else you want to be not only are we ever changing but we're ever growing and we don't have to be just one thing just one characteristic you know we you can be as many as you want there's no limit to the magic that you can hold and the magic that you create but you have to get outside of your comfort zone. Do not sit in your shell and you have to connect with others and be willing and open to share your deepest things, your worries, your your secrets, your insecurities and sharing them with others is what sets you free. That's all I have for today's podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions about imposter syndrome or how I deal with that or you just want to share a thought you had, I would love to hear it. Seriously, I love hearing from you guys. You can comment on any of my Instagram posts or send me a DM on Instagram at Practicing Alchemy. You can send me an email at practicingalchemy at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. So I hope you got something from this today. You learned something, you felt validated, and you will go share, share something lovely with the world today because you are lovely. God bless.